Hello and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities. My name is Kimberly Scott. Industry Celebrities is a podcast where I interview all professionals in any industry and I ask them questions about their passion and they give us advice to their younger self. So if you want to tune into other episodes and you can do so by going to thatkimberly.com, signing up, or you can also go there and choose which platform you want to listen to this podcast on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Alexa, Google, YouTube, all those great places. So now that I got that out of the way, I'd like to introduce today's guest, Jennifer. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks awesome. for having me. Thank you for being here or letting me come into your beautiful home. <laughs> <laughs> so tell folks a little bit about your background and what industry you're in. We were talking about earlier, it's been a long wandering path. And so I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia area, Marietta, Georgia to be specific. Marietta, I know uh, where that's at. Marietta. Um, <laughs> and so I've been in Dallas, Texas for about four years. And so I went to school for sports broadcasting, had a great ambition to be on air and to be the next Hannah Storm or Robin Roberts. Awesome. And reality of what that takes hit me real hard. And so you're not the first one I've ever heard say that. So yeah. <laughs> it is so difficult. It's a tough industry. Yes. And so the short version is I uh, ended up in corporate America, got a marketing job and learned along the way. And 15 years later, I realized, <laughs> that, you know, throughout that you know, leadership was something that was always important to me. I'm the oldest child. I have family that are business owners. I play basketball. So leadership is something that's always kind of been yeah. ingrained in me. And I knew I wanted to be a good leader. And what that looked like evolved over time for me. And then through a series of different events, I just realized that I don't want to just be a good leader. I want to mm -hmm. teach this to other people and ultimately made the shift to coaching. So mm -hmm. I've been doing coaching, leadership coaching, executive coaching for about five years now. I have my own business. Good for you. Love what I do. Feel like I'm cheating every day I work. <laughs> so, But a good cheat. It's not work when Absolutely. you love what you do, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I too played basketball. Um, but I'm the youngest, so <laughs> yeah, I could use a little leadership coaching. <laughs> I go rogue. I'm, I'm the one, the child that went rogue always. You got it. <laughs> well, that definitely gets us caught up. Why did you feel that that was the avenue you wanted to take? Well, I mean, did you have an epiphany, or did you meet somebody, or was it because you know you lost a job and you're like, well, what do I want to do next? I mean, like. How did you pick that? Yeah, so I had a manager that came in and just did things totally differently. And mm -hmm. essentially, I just kind of came to this realization that leadership is not a series of inspiring speeches or just a few key points on how to win or a, just about setting vision and strategy. All of those things are certainly great elements of a leader, but leadership is not about position. It's about how we influence people and it's an inside out job. Mm -hmm. And so that changed the game for me. And when I started doing my own internal work and realizing how that impacted my my work, my relationships, my family, that to me was, was life changing. And then I had a few people that cared about me enough to speak into my life and mm -hmm. say, hey, I think you should be looking at a couple of things. And I, I had enough discomfort in my marketing role. I felt like I had kind of reached the end of some things that just wasn't my sweet spot anymore, wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore. And somebody said, I think you should go to this coaching class. And 
it's a weekend course, just a fundamentals overview to start to learn about the, the broader program and see if there's a fit. Mm -hmm. And the end of the first day, I, I couldn't even look the um, instructors in the eyes. I was just like so overwhelmed and I got to my car and I called my husband and I just sobbed. Ah. And I was like, I'm home. You know, it was that first time I had done what I could do because I worked hard at it uh -huh. and I built relationships and I figured it out for so long. But this is, I felt for the first time what I was made to do. Yeah. And it uh -huh. took all of that stuff, yeah. you know, to get me to that point. Mm -hmm. But that was the first time I was like, this is the thing. Yeah. This and is what then, you want to do. And I had some people that were willing to teach me and train me and take a risk yeah. and, and invite me into their organization and teach me how to do it. So. Yeah. Mentors guiding you along the way is definitely something that. I was blessed to have as well and, and anybody that gets them and you know is blessed to get and then you know I do the same thing I'm paying it forward I because somebody did it for me you know in in my world but yeah you can't learn everything from book you Absolutely. know so. and that's something I had to seek out too yeah. right there's some people that kind of position themselves in that way mm -hmm. but that's also something that I had to take the initiative mm -hmm. on which I think when I was younger I, I just kind of looked around and I was a little scared to approach somebody and say, hey, will you help me figure this out? Yeah. Will you mentor me? Yeah. And so I really We didn't even know that. what those words no. were. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, don't, it was more, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go and do it. Watch me. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so what do you enjoy the most about what you do being in your, your industry? Mm, I just love seeing life change with people mm -hmm. when something clicks for them because ultimately what I do is never about me it's about my clients mm -hmm. and I really love when I get a call a year two years three years I got a, a call recently from actually one of my employees when I was back in the corporate world that I've continued to talk to and coach her and work with her mm -hmm. since and to see her growth and see what she's doing with individuals now she's now leading a team and um, just to see when it clicks and it really makes a difference for people, I'm uh -huh. just so gratified that I get to be part of their journey. I really do feel honored that people invite me in to help them mm -hmm. work through things that are not always easy to work through. So. Yeah, you definitely have that warm, comforting, you know, because it, it, it takes a lot for people to trust others. And if your authenticity mm -hmm. is the word I'm looking for, yeah. just in your everyday, in your actions mm -hmm. and, you know, your overall being, it's always important mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. you know I think in anything because you're selling yourself without selling yourself absolutely that's the hardest right part, is that right yeah I don't want to sell myself that's why the marketing part is so hard but yeah but right it's me it's all about building relationships and creating an environment of trust and and normalizing right we all we don't talk about hard things and weird things and awkward things and the places where we're not our best yeah at all we but don't the ever truth is when we talk about it everybody's like oh yeah me too yes absolutely yeah, yeah. Do you think it's a society thing, or do you think it's mm. a generational thing? Mm. And just your opinion, but because I'm yeah. I'm working through my own mind about a few things, thinking about well, why do we do that? Yeah, no, that's I think that's a really good question. I think it's a both and, and it's shifting. So if I think about the coaching profession as a whole, even that has been more normalized. It used to be you brought a coach in to fix a problem, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so. I joke with people that I don't do court-ordered coaching, right? You don't bring me an employee and say, they got a problem, they're on a performance improvement plan, yeah. fix them, or they're or out. They're out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a major liability <laughs> issue. And if I that's want your it. issue, like maybe they should be out, yeah. right? But everybody needs help along the way, right? Yeah. But there are so many people now that I, I believe are saying, I want a coach, I need a coach, it's gonna make me better. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I, I believe, at least professionally, it's becoming more normalized. And I think with each generation, I don't know that my folks mm-hmm. would that would be their first go-to, mm-hmm. although they love and respect what I do. Yeah. I think our generation probably is more attuned to it. And then I would say the next generation, just kind of working through this out loud, yeah. is if you think about how prevalent mindfulness practices are and mm-hmm. yoga, uh, yoga used to be like one of those Eastern things yeah. that seemed a you little taboo, yoga. right? Yeah, yeah. But now it's about how do we get present and clear and create space in our life. Mm-hmm. It's much more normalized. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess just thinking through it with each generation, this type of work of... yeah. Of improving yourself always along the way, and yeah. it's not because something's broken. Yeah. It's something can always be that in starting a business, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what you learned in school or right. what you've seen someone else do, whatever it is. Absolutely. But then you reach a wall and a point where you can only take it so far. And you know, I know that at one point we were seeking that, and mm-hmm. because our investors, they came from a generation where you didn't do that. Like that was right. all, you know. Like, oh, sure, whatever. It just was not something that was valued, Mm -hmm. you know, even though we knew that it was needed because you don't know what you don't know up to a certain extent, you know, like you've learned along the way. And so. And we're rewarded for knowing. Correct. Right? So, like, especially as leaders or business owners, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the C suite, you're rewarded and expected to know and have the right answer. Yeah. Whereas we're finding now the best leaders don't have the right answer, they know how to write ask the right questions. Correct, yeah. I am seeing more corporate America, some of my clients that I've worked with in the past two years, that that is very prevalent, you know, finding, like sending them on a, whatever they want them to do mm-hmm. to better, you know, whether it's business coaching or it's improvement on whatever education that mm-hmm. they want, that they have a mandatory so many hours yeah. to, to give them the opportunity. It's like back in the day when you got a bonus or your company got a tax credit because they gave you a membership yeah. you know, to the gym yeah. to keep you healthy. Right. So it's mind health, yeah. you know? Yeah, I definitely am seeing a little bit of it. And I'm Absolutely. 45, so yeah. I feel like I'm on that cusp of can be retrained and it, yeah. you know that it's definitely needed and I see both sides of people Absolutely. that don't believe in it and then those that do and those that are coming around to it yeah. so it's it's a great time for you in your world. Yeah I feel very fortunate that I don't <laughs> have to I mean I, I think about people that were doing it 20 years ago oh yeah um, one have so much to learn from them but yeah it had to be whole lot harder yeah <laughs> I'm so fortunate yeah absolutely people looking at them like hmm I'm not quite sure about that one so it's like coaching and entrepreneurship the words sure. are so much more acceptable now than yeah. they were back in the day absolutely would you not agree absolutely it's just so much more accessible <laughs> yes both both sides of that yeah right? so absolutely accessible. absolutely right. mm-hmm. what advice would you give somebody that wanted to start in the coaching world or, you know, along that lines? Like, what would you tell them to do? So, if they want to become a coach? Yes. Work on yourself first, work on yourself hardest. <laughs> right? That's great um, advice. And that's the truth, I think, for anybody. If we're not doing our own work, we're of no value to our clients. You know, coaching is not about giving advice. It's helping mm-hmm. the client find their answer. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're not doing our own work, 
there can be a tendency to project our stuff onto somebody else, which ah. is not so helpful. And it's not sustainable for the client. It's not helpful for them on the long term. They may do what I want them to do short term and that may yield some sort of result. But yeah. I, I just encourage anybody that's interested in it, what work do you need to do on yourself, right? First. In terms of what are my triggers? What motivates me? What really gets me up in the morning? What do I have to offer? And you know, who do I need to look to and lean on that can be a teacher in my life? And mm-hmm. if I can receive that, then I can also be in a place to re- receive from clients as well and help them. and um, Help them find their answers. Yeah. You know, I've had a number of people that have come to me and they're like, yeah, I think I want to be a coach. People tell me I give great advice. I'm like, <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> so maybe we're going to talk about a different profession. <laughs> but, you know, there's consultants and there's coaches. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I would say work on yourself first. Do your own work. And mm-hmm. then there are wonderful guides and teachers and programs out there to help in that area. And so there's a lot of good programs out there to get you certified, you know, mm-hmm. from a you know, technical standpoint. Yeah. And what it means to be a good coach. But continuing to be a learner mm-hmm. forever and ever. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense than just jumping out there and saying, hey, I gave great advice. I think I want to be a coach. <laughs> I want to hire me. I'll tell you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Some people love Ooh, that. Yeah. Some people not so much. <laughs> well, okay. So my one standing question for this podcast is, what advice would you give to your younger self? Mm, I would say, first and foremost, you are enough. Mm-hmm. Just as you are. I know that I spent a lot of time working for the acceptance of other people. So doing what I thought other people wanted me to do, whether it's parents or friends or in dating or whatever, Mm -hmm. trying to be the person that I thought somebody else wanted me to be. And I would often acquiesce and became quite the chameleon. Uh But I think today I... I know who I am and I like who I am yes. in a way that I didn't experience in my younger years. And so I was just kind of always shooting in the dark. I didn't have that knowing and that North Star to say, who am I? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What does that look like? And that's enough. Mm-hmm. It's going to get better. I've got work to do, mm-hmm. but I'm enough just as I am today. Yeah. When do you think that came around? Like what age bracket? <laughs> I mean, I can tell you, I, like in my 30s, that's yes, when I, my 30s sure. is definitely when I figured yeah, out. I, I got I comfortable. Sooner. <laughs> but in my 30s, and I would say really in the last four or five years is when I just really felt grounded in that. Mm-hmm. And again, somebody shared with me that I believe it was the man that brought Zen to the United States, the concept of Zen, mm-hmm. had this great saying, you're perfect just as you are, mm-hmm. and you need a little work. <laughs> like, yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, got it. <laughs> perfect just as I am, and I could use a little work. <laughs> yeah, sweet. I definitely had, when I started asking this question, I realized that the advice I would have given myself in high school is different than in my 20s. And then in my 30s and now, even though 40s was hard enough for me to really just the number 40, even though I'm way better now, you know, now being 45, but I loved my 30s, mm-hmm. but all the advice in those decades were different yeah, because sure. you're going through different things, you're figuring Absolutely. yourself out, but I definitely like yours in the very beginning of, you know, being enough because a lot of times as we are as humans, mm-hmm. whether it's man or woman, mm-hmm. we all seem to think that we're not, you yeah, know, searching. something that's like embedded in all of us, this mm-hmm. whole not good enough thing, whether it's 
not smart enough or pretty enough or thin enough or rich enough or successful enough yeah. or we always have the not enough. No. Yeah. And if we can just start from a place of enough and know that it's just enough. It's not complete. It's not perfect. It's just enough. Yeah. I find that that's my red thread through all the generations. Mm -hmm. And I want to I want to stick to that and remember that moving forward because I certainly have days, you know, look in that mirror and go, <laughs> oof, girl. Yeah. Too much pizza left. <laughs> <laughs> I always think to myself, oh my gosh, my to-do list has grown. And it's like, it's okay. It will uh -huh. be there. It, right. You're doing the best that you can do. Yep. It's going to be all right, yeah. Kimberly. It's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's hard to remember at 3 o'clock in the morning when you wake up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell listeners how they can find you and connect with you. So my website is vaughnherald.com, and that's I'm going to spell it out because it's spelled a little funny. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Notice how I didn't introduce you with your last name, yeah. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> um, it's V as in Victor, A-U-G-H-A-N-H-E-R-O-L-D.com. Okay. So, yeah, Vaughn and Harold are both spelled funky. Okay. So, VaughnHerald.com, um, same on the socials, on Instagram. Vaughn Harold is my handle. and um, That's awesome. You got all the same. Yeah. Yes. And you can find me on LinkedIn. And, yeah. Cool. Those are my places. Yay. Well, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Jennifer, for joining me today and being brave enough to put it on video. <laughs> as you can see. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Please wear makeup. We did. I'm enough as I am and I need more makeup. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> so thank you to all the listeners. And remember to subscribe and also give me a little review on any of the channels. And if you know somebody that could use Jennifer's help, please forward this on. And until next week, stay positive and sharing is caring. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you. Jennifer.